Welcome to the Common Sense for Common Peeps podcast, a podcast that talks about topics by using facts to come up with opinions and solutions for the betterment of us as human beings. We have the right to have different views based on our beliefs and opinions. It is up to us to take those facts, discuss those views, and come up with common ground solutions that will move our society forward. Thank you for listening and enjoy today's episode. And today, I actually want to talk about something that happened to me last night. I wish I went last night and um, recorded, but my son was on the computer. He was playing Fortnite, and maybe it was better that I didn't, and I had, like, the night to sleep on it. But I want to talk about a couple of instances that I've had over the last week, and in particular with businesses and the business practices that these two have done. And I think part of the problem that's going on with some of the businesses. Um, one of the things that I did as like growing up, I worked with the community. I worked in retail. So I've dealt with people firsthand. I still do it now. I still deal with customers because technically I'm a business and we reach out to customers and it's our job to make sure that we do a good job and that our customers are satisfied. Well, I had a couple of instances in the last week that I kind of want to talk about. I've been debating going back and forth and saying the businesses, but I'm not for now. But if you're interested in knowing the businesses, just let me know and I'll be more than willing to tell you the businesses. But for now, we're going to keep them just kind of obsolete. I mean, hopefully you might be able to figure them out. Hopefully I don't like give clues that do, but if it does, it does. And if you find out, then so be it. But the first one I want to talk about is my insurance company, my car insurance company and my house insurance company and all of them fun people. Insurances are not great to deal with. And I think that most of us know that, especially being an adult and dealing with insurances, because they're going to do everything that they possibly can not to pay you whatever you deserve whenever it's time to pay. They're going to they're going to investigate. They're going to do all this and make sure that there's no hanky-panky or whatever going on. And I get that. But I had an incident when um, I actually went on my phone app. I went to my business, uh, my insurance company, through the phone app. And I wanted to see what it would cost to put my daughter on my insurance since she's now pretty much legally able to drive. All she has to do is go to her driver's courses and get her license and all that. But I just wanted to explore. She hasn't done any of that yet, but I just wanted to explore the idea of what would happen or what, how much it would cost if I added her to my insurance. So I find out how much that was and I'm like, oh, okay, wonderful. So then I went away and that was the end of that. Now my insurance policy was up the particular six month period of it was up last week. So when I went to my insurance and I didn't have, I I knew what the bill was going to be and I knew it was going to be like last week. And I did this like three, four weeks ago. So I get into my phone app. I got paid the the Tuesday before my bill was due. So I was going to pay the bill. And I look at the bill and my bill is like almost, it's more than double what it normally is for a six month period. So then I'm looking at it and I'm like, wow, what happened? So as I looked at it, they actually applied my daughter's insurance to my insurance policy. So technically, I was being charged for her policy, which she doesn't have and which I didn't want. All I wanted was to find a price and what the price would be. 
So there was an option and I said, okay, maybe I did something wrong and I maybe hit a button or whatever and I just maybe screwed up, right? So there was an option that you can delete a person off your policy. So I went and did that. So I hit the delete button and said, take a data. All right, whatever. So then I go back two days later and I look and she's still there. And I'm like, well, I thought I deleted it. Now I know there's something goofy and up. So I waited a day or two and then I ended up calling this particular insurance company. So I explained to them what I had done and the lady was like, oh, okay, I understand. Um, Because um, you have a driver that's in your house, it is required that they're put on your policy. And I'm like, what? (laughs) I never heard of that. I did not know that once my child became eligible to the drive, even though she's not driving, they're gonna add her to the policy. And I'm like, well, I don't need her on my policy. She's not driving, she's not driving my car. And the worst part about it is she's away at college. So (laughs) I don't need a policy for her. She hasn't gone through driver's class. She hasn't got her driver's license and she's not driving my car. She's like away from school. And they're like, well, that's just a formality that we have to do. And let me see what I could do. And she's like, okay. And I'm like, okay. And then she's like, oh, great news. We can, I got it. I got it down for you. So now your bill's only going to be X amount of dollars, which was now 500 more dollars than what I'm paying. So instead of being paying, let's say, for example, for giggles, I was paying 500. With her on it, it was 1100. Okay. So for, I would have to pay 1100 with her. But they were willing to drop that down to $800 because she was away at school. And I'm like, no, 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 that's not right. She's not driving. All I was doing was trying to find a price. Well, sir, it is our policy that if there is a child in the house that's um, that's eligible, they need to be put on the insurance. And I'm like, okay. I go, what happens if I wouldn't have called you? Or what happens if I wouldn't have done this in the first place? Or I would not have like explored this. Then what would have happened? Well, then she wouldn't be on your policy. And I'm like, okay, then why can't you take her off? <laughs> and they were like, uh, well, no, we can't because we now know. And I'm like, okay, then why don't we just do this? My policy is up in three days. Why don't we just cancel that policy? And then we'll turn around and do a new policy. And then we'll just pretend that you don't know nothing about my daughter. And then we'll be fine. She's like, no, I can't do that because we're on a recorded line and that would be fraud. And I'm like, oh my God, here we go. Here, here, here we go. Here we go. Now I'm thinking to myself, does this lady really know what she's talking about? How can something like that be true? How in the world? I have never heard of the fact, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe there's a law, policy, whatever, that your children have to be placed on your policy as soon as they're eligible to drive. And her excuse was, what would happen if you had a heart attack, fell and had a heart attack in your house and you wanted your daughter to drive you to the hospital? And I freaking shouted right back to her, she is the last person I want taking me to the hospital. Why would I want somebody that does not know how to drive, doesn't even know how to get to the hospital, to take me to the hospital? I would rather call 911 and in two minutes have paramedics here that can actually perform on me here if I had a heart attack in the middle of my house. Well, blah, 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 blah. And I said, okay, then I got mad. How I tend to sometimes get a little, little emotional, I guess would be the word. And then so then I'm like, okay, so we're on a recorded line, right? 
So, on a recorded line, and since it's your duty, I am now telling you that I have a 15 and a half year old. He will be 16 in December. He has no desires to drive. He doesn't want his driver's license. He's not going to go get his driver's license anytime soon. But I am now telling you that I have a driver, that I have a child that is 15 and a half years old. He's male and he is not going to be driving anytime soon. So there. So now what are you required to do? Because you're on a recorded line and we don't want to do fraud. So can you bet the next day that I had a policy <laughs> bill for over 23 hundred dollars because she entered it at this at that time she had put my son in there at the time and then stuck it at high risk stuck it in the high at a high location high risk location she like jacked me <laughs> as much as she can jack me so needless to say i was not happy i called back the next day to this insurance this insurance company and let alone be known that actually when I called that day, it was all taken care of. Something happened where it went somewhere down the line. She sent it down the line and it ended up being fixed. And now my daughter's technically on my policy as a non-driver. My son is technically now on my, drive, my policy as a non-driver. But neither one of them have a bill. And my bill is back to where it's supposed to be plus $40 because of the times or whatever, whatever insurance companies like to stick you with. But anyways, but yeah, I mean, customer service, right? Customer service. That's the best customer service in the world right there. Coming up with stuff that just doesn't make sense. I know she was just making stuff up too as she was going along because none of it made sense. None of it made sense. I've never heard of a law and, and I could be wrong. I didn't look it up and I don't even care to look it up, but it doesn't, does not make sense to me that you can add somebody to your policy because they either A, live at your house or B, they're a relative. They, she was even telling me that I had to put my brother and sister on there who my sister lives like 70 miles to the south of me. My brother lives like wherever he lives and I have to put them on too. Ugh, just horrible. Absolutely horrible. Doesn't make sense. Absolutely crazy. But yeah, that was my dealings with them. If you're interested in knowing who it was, <laughs> uh, you can comment. I will, I will DM it to you if you decide to ask. But anyways, the second one was last night. Now last night I was really mad. I was taking my daughter from her friend's college back to her college last night and then driving home. So in the meantime, during that, I decided that one of the fast food chains could be any of them. I'm just not going to name their name. I wanted to get something from there for my son. So me and my son eat something there. And I decided to do it in advance so that when I get there, I can just grab and go because it's going to be late. So I got to the college around 7 o'clock and I set up the appointment for the food to be ready around 8.30ish. So I drive, blah, 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 and I get there. And this is now the second consecutive time I've gone to this restaurant. So I know it's not the best managed restaurant. I mean, every time I go there, and I'm not offending anybody here, but there's kids working back there. I don't think there's anybody over 20 years old that's working in this place. So I get there, and my food's not out. And I'm like, oh. And I know it is. And I know what it is. They either, A, something happened. Something happened. They didn't make the food. They lost the food. They lost the receipt. Whatever happened. Because usually, if I do do that, I like to do it like a 
like 10, 15, 20 minutes in advance so that I just hop in my car, go get the food and come back. But I knew this was going to be a long one. And the last time I did it like this, it was like over an hour between when I ordered it and when I won it. It got messed up. So it got messed up again. So I get there and and for some strange reason at 8.30 last night, the line for this place was like out the door. It was literally going out the door. And I don't, I don't know why. I mean, I guess it's a popular place, popular name, popular restaurant. So it's all the way out the door. So I'm standing there and, and a little gentleman comes up to me and said, uh, what's your name? And I give him my name. Well, what was the time of your order? And I told him 8.30. And it's like now quarter at quarter to nine. So they're like, oh, well, it looks like your order got lost in a system. You can just go in line and they'll, they'll set it up for you. And I'm like, wait in line. <laughs> I go, I just waited here 15 minutes. Now, I didn't say this at first, but I'm like looking, I go, and I did say to him, wait in line. And I look back and I go, the line is all the way out the door. He goes, yeah, I know. So again, young kid, 16 years old, 17 years old. 14 years old, whatever legal age is, is this age. So I get it. And I told him, oh, I go, well, you know what? Why don't I just get a gift card? Just just give me a gift card for it. I'll come back, whatever. Well, no, no, you need to go stand in line. And now when he goes, oh, no, no to me, and I'm like, oh, okay, so I'm the customer. <laughs> and you're going to say, oh, no, no, no to me. Now, you need to come up with something. You can come up, well, sir, I'm sorry that we can't do that. I, I'd be more than happy to help you with the situation. Why don't you just go right over there to the front of the line? I'll walk you over there to the front of the line and we'll just put you right there and that way that we can get your order done. And that's all he had to say. But no, he told me to go to the end of the line. No, 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 you just need to do that. And so now, it's like, okay, now we're gonna play. It's time to play. So time to play means give me your manager, please. So the manager comes out and again, I, 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 again, young, young, I don't think, again, age-wise, under 25, I'll be nice. 25, under. And so I told her, I go, yeah, ma'am. I go, I, I need a gift card. I can't. This gentleman told me I got to go all the way to the back of the line. And I and I was trying to be nice because I knew that, okay, maybe she's got sense and he's just, you know, he's just an employee. He's young. He doesn't know any better. So And she's like, uh, no, sir, you need to go, you need to go out to the end. And if you, and please, I need you to go this way out the door and around the building. So that was the end. I mean, that was the absolute end. I cannot believe she told me to go out this door and walk completely around the building to get in line. And I'm like, no, 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 this ain't happening. <laughs> I go, you need to give me a gift card. And then she looks at me. And so she's had this happen before because she looked me right, me right in the face and goes, okay, so you want a refund? And I'm like, no, I want a gift card. And she goes, well, okay. And then she walks over to the register, punches some numbers in, writes a phone number in chicken scratch, hands it to me. You need to call corporate. They'll give you a refund. And then walk through the door. Oh, it was like game on that. I mean, my head was ready to freaking explode. Absolutely ready to explode. But I did it. I counted to 10. The lady that was standing there was like, wow, I can't believe she just did that. And I looked at her like that, and I go, yeah, I mean, if I was in your shoes and saw that, I would have walked right out the door, too, or I would have asked for a refund, because there's no way I would have paid money to anybody being treated like that. And again, I, I don't think I was too outrageous. I wasn't loud. I knew what the situation was going to be, because I'm familiar with the situation, because I've been in retail for, like, I worked in retail for 25 years. 
So I know what I was doing as a youngster and how I appreciated it and moved forward. I mean, the bottom line is you need to make your customer happy by the end of it. You want the customer to be happy. And what really makes me mad is, is that, and I, I kind of learned this through my retail, through my retail, because we used to have like, they used to get us together and do banquets and stuff like that once a year. And they would have like a, a speaker come up and like talk. And I'll never forget one of Chick-fil-A's head honchos. And he said, and one of the reasons why Chick-fil-A has really good service skills is because of the fact that they are taught and they are trained to treat everybody like they don't know what's going on in their in their walking in. And think about it. If there's five people in line, all right, you could have one person that's completely ecstatic because they're in a brand new relationship. They got a boyfriend, girlfriend, and they're the happiest person in the whole wide world. The very next person could be in line knowing that their dad just passed literally three hours ago and they're just trying to get food real fast on a trip across country and they just stopped in your restaurant to get food because they want to get something to eat. And then you can have somebody that's just like, you know, just having a day. It's just a normal day going across the road and then so forth and so forth. So you don't know what the situation of the person that you're talking to in retail is going through. So like if you're if you're a cashier at a register line and you see a person that comes through the line, you don't know what's going on in their mind. You don't know if they've having a great day, if they're having a bad day, if something's going on mentally with them that they don't know about or not that they don't know about, but something mentally that's disturbing them with their control, out of their control, whatever. You just don't know what the situation is. So you treat everybody the exact same way. And whatever you do, you try your best, however they walked in the door, that they walk out just a little bit better mood-wise walking out. Whether it's just like saying, hey, thank you for your, thank you for your service. Thank you for coming in. Have a great day. Something like that. Just a simple thank you. Thank you can go so far in retail. And just by, if you can ever get to the situation, all right, when a situation arises in retail that you can say thank you at the end of it, that's what you do. So if you got somebody that comes in totally irate, you listen to them. I used to have to deal with this all the time, all the time. And you just let them go. You let them blow. You let them blow, all right? But you kind of listen to them. You listen to them as they're blowing, all right? And then you pick up points. There's going to be a lot of blow, blah, 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 blah as they're blowing up. But there's going to be something like, my order wasn't in time. Or I need this because I need to be somewhere in 15 minutes, right? You hear what they're talking about. You you listen to the, to the shouting. So they're going to be shouting at you, right? But there's going to be something in there that you need to hear. That's the problem, the root of the problem. And that's what you need to fix. So for example, when the little boy came up to me and told me to go to the back of the line, that wasn't the right answer. Especially when I came back with, well, I'm not going to the back of the line and waiting another 20 minutes. Then his response should have been, okay, let me see what I can do for you. And and then his response would have been, if the correct response would have been to put me to the front of the line and just make the order there and say, sorry, sir, I'm sorry that this happened. Here, we're going to put you to the front of the line. Just go on and tell them what they need and and thank you and have a nice day. If he does that, then you cool everything down. 
I'm not even asking for like, I want a free meal out of this. No, I don't want a free meal out of it. I want the problem corrected. And I want the problem corrected in a manner that you care about correcting it. Just by sticking me at the end of the line corrects the problem. You're right, it does. But it does not satisfy me by doing that. Because technically it's not the customer's fault. It is your fault. So you need to do whatever you can to make me satisfied. And putting me to the end of the line wouldn't be satisfied. Now, Joe Jane here, maybe that would have been satisfied to go to the end of the line. Maybe. But you don't know that. And you need to do whatever you need to do. And if I would have said, no, I don't want to go to the end of the line. I want my money back. Now, you need to do whatever you can to get my money back. Now, what the right answer would have been for the manager after all that. So, okay, let me call corporate for you. And I will see if I and we will get your money back through corporate. But she could have said, and just for a forewarning, this might take 10, 15, 20 minutes for me to do this here. If you like, I'll give you the phone number and you can go on and do it yourself on the way home or on the way to wherever you need to go. Now, if she would have solved it like problem like that, that would have been fine. But the thing about it is I'm not really mad at the young kid. I'm not mad at him because he just wasn't taught right. He doesn't know customer service. And he's probably getting it all the time, blasted all the time. So he's just got a standard answer. Go to the end of the line. 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 That's his answer. And then when I say, okay, I need to talk to your manager. Now that I'm going over his head out of respect because I don't want to lay into him because it's not his fault. He's not taught right. So now I got to go to the manager. So now I need to express to the manager my concerns of her worker, her coworker, and explain to her what he did, explain to her in a nice way why that's not right, and now it's your job to get it right. So now she didn't get it. So now I gotta go over her head, and now I gotta go to corporate. So when I call corporate, what do I tell them? I tell them the same thing. And then they just say, okay, fine, we'll give you your, retail, your refund, you have a great day. And I get back to him and I go, that's it? <laughs> she goes, well, what else more do you want me to do? And I'm like, really? <laughs> I go, okay. I go, and then and from then on, I just, I just went on and explained to him that I don't like what's going on. I don't like how this was handled. I don't like the way your company's handling this. I think your policy on this is not very good. And this will be the last time that I come to your business. And I can tell you for firsthand this is not the only business that's ever done this to me, and it's not the only time I've ever said I will not go back or do something and not do it. I can tell you right now, there's this particular city that gave me a speeding ticket, and I will not go back to that city and buy anything from that city for 20 years because I told the judge that. I go, by the time I'm 20 years is up, I think my ticket will be paid for by your, your loss of revenue because the city is right next to where I live and I used to go to the grocery store all the time there. I used to get gas all the time there. I used to go to the convenience store all the time there. And now I don't. I go around the corner, an extra five miles, extra 10 minute drive, and I get all my grocery shopping somewhere else because I will not shop in that city. Just a grain of salt. I just wanted to get that out there today. <laughs> it made me feel better talking about it. And yeah, I needed to get off that my off my chest. So we're gonna end up probably editing this right now. We're gonna get this off to you. And these two guys also, I think we're going to make them the knuckleheads of the podcast. 
Alrighty, my peeps, thank you for listening to today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, if you have not yet, uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel for the Common Sense for Common Peeps. Just go to the show notes below. You can pop on there. If you haven't joined Discord yet, make sure that you do that. Um, you can find this podcast on all the podcasts available out there. So make sure that you do whatever the podcast needs because it really helps as far as rating and subscribing and, and commenting and all that fun stuff. So if you could do that for me, I greatly appreciate it. And also, as far as scheduling goes, we're going to be trying to do a podcast at least once a week. I'm trying my best. And we might have to move the day now to Saturday when they come out just because of the fact of all of my activities now that are going on during the week. And all that fun stuff. But I do enjoy everybody's feedbacks and comments and 100 downloads. I cannot believe we hit 100 downloads already. So I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. And I thank you guys. And as always, bye-bye, babies.